sometimes Josh and I revisit episodes, and I asked him, I said, have we called an episode this? He goes, we have, but let's revisit it. It's called Trying Too Hard, Revisited. Not too much thought into the Or <laughs> you're <laughs> trying too hard, revisit it. I'm, I'm always trying too hard, it seems like. So launch out on the loop as Josh taps Brian down for trying too hard. Again, today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Brian. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine a mix of essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notification of new content. If you like what you hear and you want to dive deeper, please visit us at curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in, and let's start the conversation. You may not have heard that, but it probably will appear on my track. There was a text message that came through that was the Transformers change scene thing, which I know you'll probably edit out, but I want to make sure we edit it out so we don't run into copyright. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, <coughs> cool. All right. So, let's start, let's start the conversation. Okay, folks, once again... I think I'm trying too hard. And you say, yes, Brian, you try too hard. But no, <laughs> this really this really comes back to me because there's like this script sometimes that runs in my head. I'm sure I'm not the only one where you want it to be better than it was last time when you've done something or you want to improve on something or make it better. But the, the question that you should always ask is compared to what? Now, so sometimes there's like a self-improvement script that runs. That's positive. However... Sometimes that means you don't you never launch something. You never do something and put it out into the wild because you're trying too hard to make it so much the way you're supposed to want it to have and things. You just miss your opportunity. It's like you sit there and you just have analysis by paralysis. Yeah, analysis par- paralysis is a great way to think that because I think everyone is thinking like if you're going to try a new business, you're going to try something that you need to do everything. And you do everything extremely well. You have to do one thing well. Everything else you got to do, eh, okay. Fill the need. Fill the need and move. keep her moving. That's what I always say. Keep her moving. And you know what, folks? I say this with all love and respect to everybody <laughs> who I've worked with over the course of years. Sometimes the, the people that you call successful people, you would go... They're successful people. After you really understand how their business works, how their things work, yes. Why? Because they did something. And they did that one thing. And then if they're successful and they build scale, then they surround themselves with people that do that, the things that, that they're did not the great things. at. Right. So they, right. they do one thing. They have the vision. And they surround themselves with su- successful people or people that have the skills they don't have. That's the key. And so when you are like a deep specialist, when I say that, let me, let me classify this. I'm mixing. There's some books you can read about it. Here's basically the long and the short of it. You know, if you're Justin Timberlake and they want you to perform at the Super Bowl, you don't like outsource that stuff. <laughs> you don't delegate it to people. You'll bring other people. Otherwise, it's Justin Timberlake on the stage just singing, which that might be entertaining for some. But if you ask to do the Super Bowl halftime show or whatever, you bring a team, you bring a musical director, you bring audio video people, 
and it becomes bigger than yourself. And so the thing that I think people have to realize is that the success that you see surrounding a person is because they did something, people recognized it, they probably applauded with money and attention, and then the pieces that were missing got filled in. Now that creates a great start to a business. And every business or anything like that has to then go through iterations to be more successful as you go along or to sustain it. Otherwise, it just kind of burns out. There's plenty of things that have come and gone over the years. You go, I wonder what happened to that company. It's like something happened and they flamed out. Sometimes they reinvented themselves. But I know that when sometimes you can reach across the aisle, so to speak, and you're talking about different disciplines or things to do, sometimes you realize, wait a minute, like, I need to know this and this and this and this. Sometimes ignorance is bliss where you just do it and then figure it out on the backside, which goes against how I'm wired. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I think it's because we're adults. And and I don't mean this in like a disrespectful way, but adults overthink everything. We think everything because we have the life experience to be like, oh, we're going to have a consequence for this. We're going to have to do that. We're going to have to figure this out. But sometimes in business, if you're just solving one problem, you just need to go with it and go. Because if you just let it go and let it be, you're solving that problem. And if you're doing that problem well, there's going to be other problems that come up. You can find the people that will help you with those. It, it, it really is like the person that like, look, I'm a roofer and I do roofs really good. And then people are like, oh, well, do you do gutters too? And they're like, well, no, but I got a guy. And so that's what you have to surround yourself with. The people that do one or two things really well and then move it, you know? When we talk about this also, it's recognizing the fact that those things that you need to figure out, like you're never going to know something. I wouldn't even say 50% of it, like when you're going to go into something, right? What people do who find success is that they have confidence in themselves, sometimes misplaced, sometimes not. (laughs) When they go along and they have a team, People make bets, uh, is this the company or the group of people that we think can figure it out? Now, what's interesting when you look at like the venture world and people are say like, do I want to place a bet on this company? Well, they'll look at a few things, you know, so this isn't a deep podcast about that, but they're going to look at the quality of the earnings, like how, how good are the dollars coming in? Or is it like an idea, like in the entertainment industry? It's an idea for a script that doesn't even exist yet. But here's the people attached to it. And you got a director and an executive producer and the talent and the folks and stuff. And all of a sudden it becomes a real thing enough where people go, yes, I believe in that group of people to get it done. Now, only at later stages do people bet on the company based on not the people, but they still got to look at the leadership. That's people still. You know, until like robots rule the world, it's still people figuring it out. And don't take yourself out of the equation like you are a smart person Help and figure it out. And sometimes people, when they know that they don't know, they feel like they have to know enough to be in the room. And that's not true. They, if you, Sometimes you're in the room because you are the person that will help them figure it out. Right. So I want to I wanna just take an example from this from my own life. Brian and I, as we've gone on this journey of Curiosity Continuum, we've gone on the journey of our own LLC, all this stuff. So... I have been that person kind of like feeling out in the room where Brian is saying like, maybe you don't, you don't feel like you should be there. 
So Brian and I were in a, for example, I'll give an example. We're in a business meeting. Brian is saying all this businessy stuff. And I'm just sitting there like I understand, but I have no clue what's going on. (laughs) It took me a long time because I was thrown into the business world. It took me a long time to understand the cadence and the types of like lingo people use and stuff like that. But I just kept it wasn't faking it till you make it. I knew I was a valuable person because I was there. But I did not want to say, well, what does that mean again? Or what it, What are we talking about? I just figured it out. So, and that's part of my, my skill set. That I can just figure stuff out. If I'm thrown into something, I will do it eventually. It's just, and it doesn't take me very long. I'm a quick study, like a very quick study. But I was like, for the one or two meetings we had, I was like totally lost. I even, and later I even told Brian, I didn't think I needed, like I should have been there. <laughs> and Brian's like, no, you're, and I'm like, I get that now, but that's where I'm at. So if you feel like you're out of your comfort zone a little bit, it might actually be a good thing because it's going to like pull those skills that you, that you have. Like why, like if you even think, why are you there? That's good thought because you're like, they're thinking you're necessary. That's why you're there. And it's probably good that you have enough um, self-reflection to go, oh, so this is what I know. What else don't I know? I tend, when I go into meetings, if I don't know something, I listen a lot. And I know how to talk. For those of you who probably have done an analysis on this podcast, Brian talks more than Josh. Usually. <laughs> so, usually how that goes. But I like to listen because I already know what I know. When I listen, I want to know what you know so that I can think about it and understand it. I just want to make a comment where Josh said, you know, I don't belong in the room. And the ironic thing is that I never wanted to podcast. Josh is the one that said we should create content and put it out there for people to listen to. So Josh is the reason why he's in the room not knowing <laughs> what to say. because <laughs> Right. It's a vicious <laughs> you know, cycle. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle that comes and bites you again, and you're going to find yourself there. And, you know, uh, Chris Kelso is a colleague of ours who wrote a wonderful book called Overcoming the Imposter, and we've had him on a, a previous podcast. He, you know, he really talks well where you kind of reframe your anxiety as excitement because it, it's an adventure. You don't know what's going to happen. Now, some people may take that as they, they're going to shrink back. They're not going to go after it as hard because they don't know. Right. But see, some of the leaders who put themselves out there, they're willing to try and they're not willing, I'm sorry, they are willing to fail publicly. Yeah. And so that that's part of it. Like, if you're willing to fail publicly In several times, yeah. <laughs> spectacular then, failure. You know, there's a, starting something. <laughs> there's a reason they call it that. And you know what? Like, if you're not that person, that's okay. People have had very successful careers and retirements and everything else by never doing that. Right? Right. But that's a choose-your-own-adventure. So maybe your choose your own adventure is, you know, suggesting to your friend, hey, let's record podcast content. I'm like, really? Why? And you're going to end up in a room where you're like, what is all this business stuff you're talking about? Right. It's like, oh, this is what I'm talking about. It's like, you're the reason why we're here. You just remember that. Right. And so and I, I want to say that too. Like the journey that this has brought me on, because I've been that person. I've been that I'm going to play it safe and just do my life. And that got me my life. It got me to where I'm at. I'm comfortable. But I wanted more from it. 
And so me suggesting the podcast, that's me stepping out a little bit into my uh, my not comfort zone. And all of a sudden we find ourselves in, a, you know, two years later, three years later, find ourselves in business meetings that I'm like, I have no part being here. That's part of that journey. And so without that, I mean, it's been enormously uh, rewarding for me mentally. And I, I deal with anxiety every day. And we've had episodes where I, where I talk about it, anxiety, uh, depression, all that. I deal with that. And this has enormously helped me with that. So if you are that kind of person like I was, just stepping out a little bit really matters. And sometimes not knowing what's going to happen is good. And you get there and you go, oh, is that all that was? Yeah, that's all it you was. Know, that's all it that's is. all it was. <laughs> like when the first time I took a quote unquote business flight to see Brian, I was like, this is what business people do? <laughs> I have this imagination in my mind that it's like this big, you know, thing. No, it's just dudes hanging out and and people hanging out and getting crap done. <laughs> yep. And it's a different flow. And, you know, like the language of business is something that not everybody speaks and that's fine. And so, like, sometimes the smartest business people, you go, well, how is this person successful? They weren't, like, the, they weren't super creative. They weren't, like, the genius or the guru on the mountaintop, like, just spouting off wisdom. You know, there was a, a, a colleague of mine from past who uh, worked. He was a pastor for a while. He now sells, like, uh, investment funds and things like that. And this is what he said. And I, I loved this commentary. He said, you know, Brian, he said, I was a pastor for a while. And he goes, it wasn't because I was, like, the best pastor in the world that this church grew. He said, I understood um, the administrative component of it, right? He goes, I was, I was a, he's a, he, he was a competent teacher is how he would say it. But he said, in terms of understanding how the administration needed to work in the church, that's why the church had, like, the legs that it did. And I, I loved that about that commentary. He's saying, like, you know, the way that the church grew is because I knew that part of it. I knew the teaching, okay. Right. But, you know, those type of things, like, work together. So sometimes when you see, like, successful business people and say, well, they're just doing something pretty normal or boring, yeah, sometimes a lot of business is that. And so... Even if you're not a person who's like ragingly creative or perceive yourself that way, you go, well, you know what I know? I know, uh, you know, I know about this or I know about that. You'd be surprised at how many people would value not only the information, but you doing that for them possibly. Not everybody is a choose your adventure in, in terms of uh, full-time pursuing something like that. But, you know, when you look at where the world is now and, you know, it's not getting any cheaper to live. It's not getting any cheaper to like do your life. You know, you may go, you know, what else What else is in front of me that's valuable to others? And honestly, it's going to probably be you asking somebody else to go, you know, what do I do really well? If you don't know that, because you're so close to it, you don't perceive that that's actually valuable. Right. So this is the impetus to go ask people, like, what am I good at? And then if you say, well, I'm good at that, how do I go forward? Now you're talking about getting out of the boat a little bit and having some partnerships to help get you to where you need to go. Right. So I think that's a great place to end that conversation and our part of the conversation and open up to everyone else to think about what we said. What do you think, Brian? I think it's wonderful. Thank you for revisiting this topic with us. Don't be afraid to just try something 
and don't think too hard on it. Hey, just like, like Nike, just do it. Just do it. Until next time, this is Brian. This is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.